Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Canton III, and we are continuing our coverage of the Disney Plus series, She-Hulk Attorney at Law, Episode 6, Just Jen. And I am pleased to be back with a, a couple of pals here. First, the super producer, Jake Christie, has returned, a.k.a. White Bread is in the house. Jake, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Uh, you know, uh, I'm happy to be back. Still not super happy about the nickname, especially because uh, it's great to be nicknamed after something I can't eat. But uh, I gave it to myself, and so I have to make, I made my bed, I got to lie in it. Yeah, shout out to self-imposed nicknames. You know, sometimes those goes well, go well, sometimes yeah. they don't go so well. But, you know, we'll workshop it and we'll adjust as we go along. That other voice you hear, he's back once again, Mariano yeah. Bivens. You know yeah. him from all the places, friend of the show. Yeah, yeah. Much love. Mari, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Happy to be back in the building. I'm happy. I'm happy to see Jake's face right here. You know what I'm saying? We uh, last week I told him we missed him, man. You know, he he hit me up and said I did a good job though. So I'm I'm good. I'm good with that. You know. So we here now, man. Excellent. So this episode, I want to get some general thoughts first before we kind of dive in. But Jake, I should ask you, leading in from episode five. Like, I guess you could give me kind of your thoughts, your general thoughts on episode five and the fact that we got that that ending with the Daredevil helmet. Give me give me some of your thoughts on that, because I'm going to lead into something after you talk. I was kind of, you know, iffy, not iffy, but like whatever about the whole Daredevil helmet thing, um, because like I know that's just a tease for later and I'm not really surprised not to see him in this next episode, but I thought it was a fun thing to keep people guessing. Um, I thought the episode generally was a, you know, a solid episode. It's one of those things where like, I think that they're, the way that people are talking about the show once again is as if it's not a sitcom. And when the office was on, no one was like, you know, episode 15 of the season, it, was, it wasn't that good. So the whole season's bad. It's like, no, like they're not all going to be perfectly great, but I thought that there was a lot of fun moments in it. Um, I mentioned on the Discord, I think um, dressed like a football player leading no contest to a DUI is one of the most accurate things ever written. Uh, and yeah, so I, I had no problems with it. It was a weaker episode, but the great thing about uh, variations in qualities is that in, for order, in order for there to be a strong episode, there needs to be weak episodes. So, so basically, I kind of knew like once the Daredevil helmet showed up that people were going to get gassed up off it. And mm-hmm. they were like, oh, we're getting Daredevil. We're getting everything that we want we're getting our marvel show and i am so glad that this episode started with jen breaking the fourth wall and being like hey this is a wedding episode this is a self-contained episode and to just like calm people down once again even though you know the troll's gonna take the bait and go at it but in the same sense like i just love that this show sticks to what it is and is very strong in that because I think with with all of these shows that we've seen so far, there's a little waxing and waning. But this show, to me, like more so than anything else, it knows what it is. It sticks to it. And that's why, like from a cons- consistency standpoint, I feel pretty good about it. So let's let's kind of dive in. Mari, I want to start with you because the plot to me is not like really central to mm-hmm. a, a, we can have a, a more like grand conversation as opposed to just going uh, beat by beat. Give me your general thoughts on this episode. Some things you liked, some things you that didn't hit for you necessarily. Or just give me your general yeah. thoughts. And then we'll jump. Yeah. Um, it, 
to be honest, when we had the conversation about uh, episode five, like I kind of asked for this episode. Or I said I just wanted an episode where it was just. I might have said that, like I like the, the name of it, just Jen. Like I just wanted. I believe episode, you did. Yeah, like I just wanted an episode like this, just kind of like seeing what's going on with her. Um, one because I'm like kind of obsessed with her, but that's neither here nor there. Number two <laughs> because I just wanted it to take a different, you know, just a different path. Um, so I I enjoyed it. Like I, I fuck with it. I I like the aspect that I'm showing. You know, she she's at the wedding and it's like, oh, you're gonna look. Well, what's his name, Jonathan? Oh, he's the he's the best, and you know, yeah. Jonathan's the best. And they bring the dog, and she like. She, but she mm-hmm. been getting played the whole episode, really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was just an ill dynamic. Like, damn, bro, at every turn, no matter what, a wedding. Like, I can't get a break at a wedding. Like, come on, yo. So I wasn't, I wasn't mad at it. I kind, I, I asked for yeah. it basically. So yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't really tripping on this one. Yes, and Jake, you could continue off that too. I, I think that the thing that this kind of crystallizes, and it's the thing I understand people criticizing it as a kind of a one note thing repeating. But whereas, like, Bruce Banner getting the Hulk powers is kind of a the allegory about is someone who can't control their anger and that's the thing like the reason why it's interesting that he got hulk powers is because he can't control his anger i think the thing that makes it interesting that jen walters gets hulk powers is that she would never describe herself this way but she feels powerless in so many areas of her life that she gets stepped on all the time and that once again it's not because she's like a shrinking violet or that she's like doesn't want to stand up for herself she just kind of always allows people to impose on her and i really liked that she was excited to go to this wedding because she felt like she was going to finally not be that because when she's she hulk she doesn't have to do that but because in the, in the same way that like all these superheroes find out that the powers do not change you as a person even in a situation where she becomes she hulk she still lets herself get stepped on until she does it in a way and i think that that's the thing that i find like that that that's why it's like I said, that's why it's interesting that Jennifer Walters gets superpowers. Because if you have a character that's perfectly formed before they get superpowers, it's not very interesting at all. And so I think that being like seeing that she still gets stuck with the dog, that she still gets asked to clean stuff up, that like the fact that she has superpowers is cool now, but that doesn't change the fundamental part of her personality that lets her get treated that way. Yeah. I think continuing the character study while we have the fun has been my favorite part of the show so far. Is because like in the in the meantime, while we're getting a lot of good side stuff and B stories and stuff like that, really the main story in Jen is kind of it's this underlying theme throughout the entire season about who she is, who she's trying to be, and more importantly, being comfortable with who she is. And that part has been so much fun, and this continued on off that theme. It's it's funny to me. First of all, I do have to say. Anybody who's getting married on a Thursday, my goodness <laughs> you, you're asking a lot. Yeah, this yeah. this uh this Lulu character, um, Jen's high school friend, who she got out mm-hmm. of touch with, and and now in this case, she ends up being a bridesmaid. First of all, listen, listen, you could be my, you could be a really really close friend of mine. <laughs> I will definitely, at the very minimum, at least have something to say regarding, like, hey, it's Thursday wedding? Like, you want me to come out here on a on a Thursday? Like, I gotta I gotta figure out a way to take out take off work. (laughs) I got kids, Uh all this other stuff. So, like, it's a lot of funky stuff going on there. And then on top of that, purpose. Yeah, I think about it, shit, because Jen ain't got really shit going on. So they're like, yeah, let's put it on a Thursday. Come mm-hmm. through, and she like okay. <laughs> I can't and then wait. on 
And then on top of that, they got a damn cash bar. They're making that's, folks. Yo. That's disgusting. Yeah, and that it's was just a terrible. despicable thing. Like, Titania has nothing on that. That yeah. Thursday wedding with a cash bar is just like, that's, cash, just, that's egregious. Also, Jen is on some other shit anyway for just having that much cash on hand. Like, she kept putting no down word. $12. Like, bro, how do you have this many... Mm-hmm. Twelve, like you know what I'm like. I, I, think, I can't remember the last time I had the most cash. I <laughs> think you know she what? probably knew it was going to be a cash bar. I think she remembered Lulu and was like, "This, she's going to make it a cash bar." <laughs> or, 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 hashtag washed agenda. Make sure that you always have cash on you. That's true. Yeah. I never thought about like I'm not someone who normally carries a lot of cash, but now I realize like that is just a good practice to buy multiple shots uh, or multiple rounds of alcohol. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just. Truly just like Lulu, one played by the great uh, comedian Patty Harrison, who is so, it's so funny that this show has gotten so many like comedy people who I recognize into the MCU in a way that like I never would have imagined. Uh, But I think that it really is a perfect encapsulation of the feeling of, you know, having to uh, be back in a social situation with someone you used to know. And you're like, oh, wait, I never really liked this person. I didn't like them back then. And I definitely don't like them now. That's usually how it is, though. Like to be honest, mm-hmm. like you've been out of high school for how long, and you know if we don't if we don't speak, like if we don't mm-hmm. actually talk, and you just hit me up, and I just remember you because we went to school together. Nine times out of ten, bro, I'm not pulling up. Don't yeah, even not... don't even expect it. Like it's and a cash mm-hmm. bar, and, and if I get there, it's a cash bar. Yeah, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, cool. Let me yeah, borrow so... that from you then. <laughs> <laughs> it's that de- is it's definitely a lot for Shout out sure. to Watch the Gender. Watch the Gender finds a way into every aspect of life. I listen, it I does. just the listen, people I'm... the people are asking for merch. The people are either asking. Listen, man, we might, I, we might just have to give it to them. Listen, I'm you know, I'm not saying hurry up and do this or nothing, but I would cop it. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I'm not, oh, I, I'm not rushing you. I'm not. It's nothing like that. But, um, no, know. it's of course, of course. There are negotiations <laughs> going on. Um, but yeah, it, also the thing too is like, mm-hmm. if you're like, if you are, if you're someone who's like in your early 20s and you're getting married for whatever reason, and you're at like a small mm-hmm. venue in your hometown and you have a cash bar, whatever. This is like on a farm. There's like beautiful or yeah. there's like the decorations. Mm-hmm. This didn't no, have to be yeah, a farm. Nothing about the setup said cash bar. Not like nothing about it. Not she's being way. cheap. Yeah, it's it's ill. It's being cheap, and then I think it's intentionally like that's just who she is. Like her personality mm-hmm. is like, yeah, this is definitely a cash bar person. No matter where they are, this is just mm-hmm. who they are. So yeah, mm-hmm. nah, she she out there for sure. Um, obviously, <laughs> obviously, Titania comes through and causes a lot of interference in the proceedings. Up. Yeah, and this uh, uh, I gotta say, Jake, since we didn't get to talk about this last week. What do you generally think of uh, Jamela Jamil's performance so far as Titania, including this episode? I think it's fine. It's obviously pretty broad in terms of it's like it's not she's not really playing like a very realistic person, but I think she's like it's more of the uh, you know impression of what Instagram influencer types are, um, and I think that like. It actually kind of helps her that she's not American because she does a very exaggerated generic American accent, which feels <laughs> kind of par for the course for who she's playing. Um, I wish we had a little more, and we'll probably all get there, but a little more insight into her interiority and what her backstory is. Because we know she has some type of minor superpowers, and we know that she's an influencer. But I think in order, if we're going to keep going with her as like an antagonist, I think seeing some of her background and her how she her background differs from Jen is necessary because at the moment I think we've kind of hit the end of our end of the line of just like this is a vapid influencer person like that only can take you so far story wise and I think now we need to dig into 
you know, well, she actually is as a character, you know, because even she's still going to be funny and stupid, but mm-hmm. funny and stupid people do have backstories. I think the read <laughs> that I have on it, especially after this one, I think this was the kind of the first time where we see Jen get the, like Jen has gotten the better of her physically in every instance, but mm-hmm. this is the first time I think verbally she also did too mm-hmm. when when she goes, hey, why are you so obsessed with me? And then she tried to like play it off like she's not, yeah, but in I'm fact right, she, <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. So it, I want, like Jake said, I'm interested in seeing like where they where they take this because clearly there's underlying stuff in terms of who the overarching villain actually is, and we'll get yeah. to that a little bit later. But I think in terms of what we see, Titan- Titania seems like a character that you kind of want to hang around as like one of those villains who who keeps getting beat back, but just keeps coming back for more. Um, In this instance, they have the, the the fight scene with the, with Jen's cousin being the DJ um, (laughs) uh, doing the most and and all. And obviously she, uh, she, she messes up her her teeth. Playlist for a fight. Like, yo, (laughs) took some skill. I ain't gonna lie, man. Like shout, shout out to Jen. Like I like Jen. Um, doing the whole, like, you know, smoking her really, but just kind of mm-hmm. like, I can't even, I can't even get up for this fight. Like, I can't even do it. Like, let me, let me try. Give me one second. Let me see real quick. And she like, man, <laughs> it's just not moving me. Like, I'm, like, I love that kind of shit. That's like real 50 cent-ish. Like, that's kind of, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, man, right, 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 right. I don't, you don't even, when last and, time you and we've all been record, there. I'm cool. Like, mm. We've all been there where you drank too much and you're like a thing that you know how to do. But you're like, oh shit, how do I? It's not what's happening. My, what's my password again? I don't. Ah, yeah, like, you know, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's definitely not coming. But hey, so but you, yeah. saw, you you see the you see the feet agenda too being pushed here. I told you they showed mm. when she. Was, oh, this is the second. This is, all right. Yeah. Okay. No, no, yeah, not even the second. This is the sixth episode. Straight yeah, there's where they're yeah. focusing yeah, on yeah, every single time. There's a lot of feet stuff. There's a lot of feet. Listen, not complaining. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. There. All right. So, all right. So, <laughs> are we gonna do hashtag foot agenda or hashtag no. feet agenda? No, 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 we, no, no, no. We can't do either of those because Quentin Tarantino has both of those copyrighted. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> got a piece of that too. I'm sure, but you know, <laughs> that's, that's whatever. Yeah, they got they got an LLC. We can't. Yeah. We can't. Yeah, yeah, we can't that's, step. That's we can't step on that. <laughs> there you but go. yeah, there you go. but yeah. So yeah, Titanium. We'll see, because now we're we're three episodes. We got three episodes left, so one would have to think that she's gonna play a part in how this yeah. this whole thing goes down, whether it leads to the the main villain or not. But like overall, Jen's story is an interesting one. She meets Josh. Josh, uh, that's what I want to talk about. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yeah, we we absolutely can because there's a very what I liked about their interactions. There was a very rom comish type mm-hmm. of way that they played it and it was a lot of fun seeing jen talk as opposed to these other dates that she went on in the mm-hmm. earlier episodes where you know they didn't exactly hit it off or it was it was kind of like mm-hmm. fake this felt more genuine so i'm kind of interested to see where this goes but mari go ahead tell, yeah. tell, tell me about josh so usually on shows like this they'll have a dude pull up and he's just like blunder after blunder and he's saying mm-hmm. the wrong things and he got to come back mm-hmm. for a second chance at a first impression but this time, I think Josh came right on, and he was he was just good. Like he was smooth. Mm-hmm. He didn't say anything crazy. He was just kind of letting it, you know, letting it happen. And shout out to Jim, by the way, for seeming like a cool, drunk person to be around. Mm-hmm. Like she seems <laughs> like she's pretty fun to you know pull up on and talk mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And Josh just kind of played off that perfectly. But he did one thing that was very, very key. 
And it was when he saw her as She-Hulk, he was like, cool, like, yeah. You know, when we look back at her crush from before, he saw the regular Jen and was like, hey, I'm cool. Josh pulled up and said, no, nah, I think I think you're pretty great. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's going for it off the rip. So shout, shout out to Josh. Like, mm-hmm. he did his thing. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. That perfect perfect uh, QB rating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's kind of amazing in a show about a Hulk, a big green person, that the most unrealistic thing about it is the fact that people don't think that Jen is hot. Because, come on. Yeah. I, I will I never mean. get that. I'm not going to lie. That, I will never get that because it you got to do no goddamn sense. Bro, like, like, they're really giving her the whole Meg Griffin shit. And I'm like, wait one minute. <laughs> For real. Do you see her? Like, are we looking at the I same mean, person? The thing is, there definitely is the type of guy in L.A. who is, would be like, nah. But that's on everyone in L.A. Like, that's yeah. not, you know. Yeah. It is, yeah, it is very funny where it's, yeah, that that was what I was thinking too. It's also, it's like, she's a high-powered attorney who, you know, even if you're not into the She-Hulk thing, can become a six-foot-seven, you know, giant who can beat up people. Like, it's really, it it really strains credibility, Uh, but it definitely, I I like that you got to have her have that moment as Jen, um, because so much of the show is about her wanting to be valued as Jen more than anything. Um, and uh, I, but I would say, I would caution, because I don't know, but I feel like he might have come on too smooth. I think there might be some nefariousness involved Ooh, with his yeah, approach. Man. Only oh, because, man. because he, the fact that he went out of his way to basically be like, I like you. Like he was hitting. It was like he had a playbook of what she wanted to hear. I'm just uh-huh. saying. Oh wow. Maybe I don't know. I hope that's not the. I mean, I don't really care either way. But it would. It, I don't really care that much if it's that not the case. But I was thinking to myself, like, you know, this guy. He immediately and th- if we accept the logic of the show that guys aren't throwing themselves at Jen all the time. Yes. Then it is notable <laughs> that he just rolls up and immediately is like lasers in on her once yeah. again if, if that's only in the reality of the show because i'm sure yeah. if tatiana maslani was single and showed up to a wedding i don't think that she would have to be sit alone eating uh oh, covered no. nuts no. but she had a velvet um, rope next to her shit like hold on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, i'll tell you what i need to know about josh okay give mm-hmm. me like the last five songs he listened to because mm-hmm. that'll let me know kind of a little bit about his intentions like if he was listening to a little bit of like az rock marcy but then I'll say that he's a good guy. Like he he might he might have pulled up with real intentions. He's just a smooth guy naturally. Mm-hmm. But if it was some off brand shit, then it's like, all right, hold on. You might have, you know, if you was listening to Chance the Rapper or something like that, I got to question you. I got to see maybe, what's going on with you. Maybe nah, perhaps maybe he might be an R and B cat. Maybe he, if he's R and B cat, then I, I I I probably I probably trust that. I probably but Jake, but that's a good point though, Jay. I don't know. He, like you said, he was he was a little too smooth. So we'll we'll see what's up, but. You know, far as I'm concerned, looking at the game tape, he got mm-hmm. it. He's making the back shoulder throws. Oh, and all absolutely! That. Like, he yeah, he, he, <laughs> the QB rating is perfect. I'm just curious because it is. I think it's just notable that they tried to attack her physically and that didn't work. And what you know, what's the next attempt? I'm just. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, I got my AC cap on. I'm up oh trying to see all sides. I, 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 I love to see it, Jake. I love to see <laughs> it. I'm rubbing off on you a little bit, but I like that. but okay, so. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna get back to Jen and that part of it because I do have thoughts on that whole speculation mm-hmm. of what is really going on. But there was a B storyline in this episode, and we had your girl Mallory and Nikki together, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. And they were dealing with one Mr. Immortal. Mr. Immortal, the guy who cannot die. 
and apparently he has a lot of he has a lot of uh, marital issues. Uh, walking out on a lot of marriages. Uh, mm-hmm. I, at first, it was two ladies, and then it turned into like six plus a husband too, an ex husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you, I, I I said this a little while ago, but this man is Del Curry. This man is Del Curry. He is out here. He's <laughs> he's really trying to be out here like that, oh, even though it seems like he doesn't. The way that he talks about everything, well, you know, I don't want to make eye contact and. Well, you know, I don't really want to be around people. It's like it's just a very interesting, interesting uh, dude. So, Jake, I'll start with you. This this B storyline here, and we can even get into the legalities part of the way that they yeah. they they workshop that whole yeah. uh, settlement mm-hmm. situation. But but tell me your thoughts on Mister Immortal. I thought it was really funny. Uh, it's once again a funny way of uh, coming up with the real world things that would happen if people had superpowers. And um, I enjoyed seeing uh, Nikki and Mallory together. It's always fun. Like, that is the great thing about sitcoms, you get to have characters that normally weren't together together and have connections and things like that. And it was really cool to see Nikki be really good at her job um, because, obviously, she's kind of just the best friend character for a lot of it. But it's like, oh, no, she's actually good at being a paralegal. And, obviously, just to make it quick, the legal issue with this, and this one I'm confident in, is that... Mm. Uh, GLKNH is representing Mr. Immortal. There is no reason why they should be trying to like help get better deals for the lives. Yes. Although that is the good thing, and they do that because they want us to still like the characters. Technically speaking, their ethical obligation is to screw the wives over. <laughs> like they shouldn't be trying <laughs> to give them anything. I love. I'm glad they don't do that because I wouldn't want an episode where it was about trying to screw these people over from this scumbag who you know faked his death like eight times. But it is kind of funny that like they're telling him to shut up while they negotiate a deal, and it's like he absolutely could sue them for legal malpractice. <laughs> and and Mari. Tell, tell me about, like, your thoughts on Mr. Immortal. This guy, generally, to me, he has a very, like, based off of everything that we see from him in this episode, yeah. he, he's got a very, you know, couldn't keep it at home. Yeah. Got to get him a knee along. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> oh, it was good, man. That was good, AC. Uh, <laughs> the thing about, Mr. like, Mr. Immortal, listen, first of all, yeah. I know that he listens to Sade. I know that he listens to Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Osley Brothers and all of that. This man, did you see what he was wearing? Yes. With the, mm-hmm. with the, the accessories and all that and the way his hair, mm-hmm. like this is a man who cares. So I'm not surprised that you pulling women, you had a, you, mm-hmm. you slid a, a man in there and all that, like do your thing, bro. Do you. Whatever you got mm-hmm. going on, do you. It was just great to see Nikki step up. For me, like that was probably my favorite part of the entire episode. Because Nikki, like, yo, hold on. All this hush and be quiet and just wait a minute. No, nah, I'm going to talk. I got something to say, and I think they want to hear it. So by the end of it, where she's kind of like running the show, and then she's even like texting him like, oh, all right, we said 15 seconds of eye contact. Now it's up to 20 because you're talking crazy. And then he's trying to negotiate like, no, you, you need to take five. Like, that was, the, that was great. Like, that scene was great. The fact that he tried to get up. Again, and they stopped him like, yo, bro, hold on. Even my wife was like, yo, this is, he, this is the way he, he just gets out of shit. He just run, And I'm sitting over there with the side eye like, I mean, have you ever argued with women before? Like, I don't, I don't I know. Mean, like, have you, you, ever, you ever been in that situation before? And he's in there with a room full. So him, I'm going to give his character a, a 10 out of 10, perfect 10 out of 10. Dude is smooth. I, I understand 1,000% how he got in this situation. He's telling them all what they want to hear. 
then mm-hmm. when it came back on him, he was just sitting there just, you know, looking handsome and put together. And he was just like, hey, what you want me to do? He goes, well, I, I did I, love y'all. He did. He, he, he got that line off. He mm-hmm. said, well, I just want y'all to know I did love. And they're like, oh, come on with this. But I, I believe him. I'm sorry. I believe him. No, I just love when he goes, I'm a nice guy when he initially talked. And, and she said, yeah, you said that already. Like, because that's what, I'm, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I, and I always have this theory about nice guy versus cool guy. Nice guy is the guy from the movies that's like, oh, she likes dudes that play football. I hate football, but I'm going to play it because she likes it. Mm-hmm. The cool guy is the one that's like, yeah, no, I don't really play football. I do other things. With my, like, he's going to figure out a way out of that. He's not going to, you know pander and do all the other shit. So nice guys are going to keep telling you they're nice guys. A cool guy is going to let you see how, how cool he is. And it's just, you know, less is more with that. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's definitely a... I, I, I don't even think he's a nice guy. I think he's a cool guy, but he uses the nice guy stuff on people who he knows that will buy that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, he's his smart. personality is really, really interesting because <laughs> there is so much avoidance in him, yet he's doing... And I wouldn't even call it passive aggressive. I think he like he genuinely feels that way. Like, I've spent this much amount of time with you. I really don't necessarily want to make it, you know, messy and break I up mean, with you in a bad way. And it's just like I'll just take a cyanide pill and hey. dis- and disappear. I'll just uh, in this jump out of a window or something like hey, that. I'll get hit by a car. Shit, well, it's time to hit the old dusty trail and just. Jump off a building, like, hey, you See, know, whatever. I, I'm sympathetic to what you guys are saying, but he, <laughs> at, at a certain point, he's got to stop marrying people. He's got to stop marrying people at a certain point. You can't keep doing that. Like, if you do it once or twice because you want to avoid a bad situation, whatever, I ain't going to forgive you. But I married five where you're like, well, guess I got to kill myself again. And, you know, he, also, he left a woman with a child, a child that has no father. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a little rough. That's a little rough. I, I'll, I'll admit. <laughs> you got to learn from your mistakes, man. You, if you do it once or twice, it's like, whatever, you, you were, you're stressed. But yeah, this yeah. guy is stressed. He knows what he's doing. You can't. You Come on. You can't keep yeah. running away from your responsibilities. Like, he's being... He's using his superpowers as a way to never take responsibility in life. And he's a he's a grown man. He wears an ascot. He should have Yo, to take responsibility. AC, we talked about Martin last week because we talked about yes. the market for good sitcom. Yes. There's an episode of Martin where Pam starts dating the older dude, Simon, and she finds out that he wants to get married. And she's like, oh, like, you know, mm-hmm. the kids. And he's like, oh, no, nah, I've been married four or five times already. Like, this ain't really <laughs> nothing new. You know what I mean? So, again, she. I'm not saying she hawk. You know, the writers or the creators or whatever. I'm not saying they went back. In, I'm just saying they remind me of another great sitcom. That's all I'm saying. Every time we talk about this, so far, we two for two right now. There's a Martin reference in there somewhere if you look close enough. So, you know. Listen, hey. right? Yeah, right now, this, like like I said last week, this sh- if they wanted to, they could do this show for multiple seasons very easily. And yes. with no 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 issue at all. The last thing I, I do want to say about uh, Mr. Immortal, and I and, and I do I do really do <laughs> empathize with him because, like, I mean, I'll ask you guys the question: like, if you were immortal, and you know, you you laid up with somebody for like a for like a good minute, and then they get old, like, dog, like, what do you do about that? Like, that's that's a little bit of a rough situation, I might say. You know, what, what, what are we thinking yeah. on this? Ah, man, damn. Because, like, morally, right? Like, what's right is, man, like, let's just, let's see it all the way through. Mm -hmm. But damn, bro, like, when you look like Mr. Immortal and then your partner look like is 
past, you know, your partner's past the expiration date and all that, and then the streets is really calling your phone daily, and you still really active, it's tough to say that you're going you're going to miss every single one of those calls, bro. Like it's tough. So I don't, I don't really know what the I I don't know what the right. I, I guess I guess if you're never gonna die, you have to make the mm-hmm. best decision for yourself every single time. You can't think yeah. about other people's feelings. I, I think period. that that's fair. I don't necessarily have a problem with him leaving these women. I think the fact that he fakes his death so he doesn't have to like split his money is really like that's the issue. Especially <laughs> <laughs> thing too is that like I get what you're saying about like them growing old or whatever, but a lot of those women look about his age. They're not like he was with them for like two years. A lot of them. He's like I think he. I understand completely what you're saying that that is the actual. If you were in a monogamous relationship for like yeah. thirty years with someone and you were immortal, <laughs> that is a different story than these. Some of these women, it's like, yeah, I was with him for two years. Like that's yeah, a completely yeah, different. Yeah. This guy was. Just, I think he is just a, a conflict avoider, and I am that too. I have been known to avoid conflicts, but the thing that conflict avoiders always tell themselves is that by not steering into conflict, they are making the person that they're trying not to hurt not feel pain. And the thing is that that is not true. You're actually Mm. just preventing yourself from feeling pain. You're just putting all the pain on the other person. Mm. And so not to be the moralizer, but so people are free (laughs) to make moral decisions. But the moral thing to do, obviously, is even if you don't want to be with the person anymore, say like, hey, let me cut you a check. Let me buy you a house somewhere you want to live. I'm immortal. I can bet on stocks. I'm fine. Yeah. Like that's the moral thing to do. He's just being he's just being a baby, honestly. Like just have a conversation, man. You're you you're immortal. You'll forget about this conversation when you're nine hundred. The moralizer is actually I would I was signed up for like six episodes of that show. You said the moralizer. Yeah, he's actually he's moralizer, actually another man. member of yeah. the Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah, like if you if, if <laughs> yeah. listen, if you if you bought that into my office and said, Listen, here's what he does it's called the moralizer. All right, cool. I don't need to hear anymore. Go get the check at the front desk. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's his power is that he can't help but like zap people who are doing things that are immoral but he like he doesn't know how to handle it because like if he zaps people who commit major crimes but also if someone like leaves a shopping cart in the middle of a parking mm. lot he zaps them and like how do you handle that he has to like learn to control his powers yeah if you Kevin told Feige, you can dm me for my number <laughs> if you told me if you told me you could bring mr immortal back uh, on this show next season or next episode or whatever, I, I'm down for it. I, I really yeah. like the performance. It was a fun, fun B yes. storyline, which... And he's played by uh, David Pasquese, who's like one of the most legendary improvisers, who also was uh, the major domo on Book of Boba Fett. That so is correct. Is, this guy who was like a famous improviser in Chicago or whatever for like 25 years, no real film or television career, is now like the king of Disney Plus shows. Yeah. <laughs> randomly because... <laughs> this brings Shout in. out to... Yeah, shout out to getting that check. Um, so yeah, continuing that B storyline actually, because after the fact, uh, Mallory and and Nikki have a have a fun conversation. We find out Mallory's married and has a son, and, mm-hmm. and she, this is a, this is just about as much as she'll give up for now. But we get mm-hmm. to know a little bit about her. But at the same time, as they're looking um, previously, while the while the whole settlement thing was going on, the the wives and ex husband they mention this website um intelligentsia which mm-hmm. does have a play in the comics as a super evil group of really smart people modok the leader being you know two of those mainstays in that group so basically this is a this is your 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 reddit type website shit posting on she-hulk and you know talking her down kill she-hulk um you know, just uh, all the memes that they got and stuff like that. So they notice us a lot of that stuff. And Mallory tells Nikki that we shouldn't tell 
Jen about this, but Nikki being the friend that she is immediately is just, is, is hopping on the phone. Jen don't hear the message though. So this was interesting here. And this plays back to, I think, yeah. When we did the episode on the, what was it? The D23. And we talked about Captain America, new world order. Uh, our guy Hunter, who was on the show, talked about the theory that the 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 leader might be like really involved in not only the the obviously he's in Captain America: New World Order, but might be behind this whole uh, villainy in She-Hulk. So the fact that we get this intelligentsia thing now, and we get the stuff at the end with with them trying to figure out how to exactly ex- extract blood from Jen, which seems that it'll it'll come into play very soon. I'm wondering, are we going to get a look at the leader? We haven't seen the, uh, we haven't seen the abomination for a while. Mm, uh, Titania is still out there. We also in this episode get Jen calling Bruce, who we haven't heard yeah. from ever since he went to Sakaar. As we wind our way down, we're in the last three episodes, the last third of the season. Seems like, you know, some business is about to pick up in terms of this story and what the what the main outcome is going to be. Mari, I'll start with you. What what are you thinking in terms of what you would a like to see and b what they laid out for us at this point? Um, number one, let me say the only other time I ever heard Intelligentsia was from Mac Homie on a Griselda song called China. <laughs> only other time I heard it. As soon as I saw that shit, I thought about that song and I had to go listen to it once the episode was over. Let me just get that out the way early. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from having this conversation with you guys, uh, Jake, I think that like, is Josh the leader? Could Josh be the leader? Because well, like no, you said, we already know the, no, the leader is the character played by Tim Blake Nelson in The Incredible Hulk. We already. Know I don't know, leader. man. I don't know, man. They might they might fuck something up here and and, and just make Josh the. Leader. That's what I would want to see. If, if AC is asking me, that's that's what I would want to see. But I do like the way that this shit is set up so far because it's like you 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 got us having this conversation. At least we sparking the conversation about like damn, like what's like you said, it's three episodes left. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are we gonna get that in the very last episode, which? For me, that would be the best possible outcome. It would it would really give me something to look forward to in season two. Um, if they show us like the next episode and just like reveal it that way, I don't. Mm-hmm. It'd kind of be like you know anticlimactic for me, you know personally. But mm-hmm. I would love to see this shit just play out in the in the very last episode, very last scene of the last episode, and it's fucking Jake Christie is the lead. like uh, something. Give me something like that, but give it to Jake me in the Christie last. Ep- give it to me in the last episode, <laughs> yo. Give it to me in the last episode. That's what see? I want. I, I would actually be pretty good as the leader because they wouldn't need to do much CGI to make my head look big. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I think you're right, Mari, because the thing about it is that like a lot of these Marvel shows, I really haven't liked how they've rushed a lot of stuff in the last episode. Yeah. But this whole plot line is not what we've been tracking through it. So we actually, right. actually am not like chomping at the bit to see this part resolved. The thing I'm most focused on is Jen's character development. You know what I mean? And so like, if this thing that's going on in the background until the very end, like I really won't mind that much. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see how things work out. I like, I mean, I like the way that they are, that they're turning a lot of um, real world things into villainy, which I like that like 
instead of making Intelligentsia like a super crazy, unrealistic sci-fi organization, it is just a bunch of trolls because as we've seen plenty in our real world, just trolls can do a lot of bad shit. Um, mm-hmm. And so like, I like that it is that, that that the super secret villainy organization is also intertwined with people who are just sexist because once again, that's how the real world is. Um, and yep. so I thought that that was a really cool thing. I thought that it was interesting because I saw some people being like suspicious of Mallory for not wanting Nikki to tell Jen and maybe there's something there. But honestly, I think that that is, a, in my opinion, that's just a comment that's a healthy, on the way. I felt that was a healthy response. Yeah. In a way. I think that that's a yeah, comment yeah, on the yeah. way that women are asked to deal with harassment on the internet. The two schools have thought about it. Um, I, I hope that there's not more to it because I think that actually just is an interesting thing to have in a show like this. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see how it turns out. I would love to see my guy TBN show up uh, as the leader um, because that would just be an awesome flex to bring him back here. But um, yeah, I, they can do whatever they, as much or as little with this plot line going forward as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm completely fine with because in a similar way I felt about Miss Marvel, like, if your TV is about characters more than plot, and yeah. if your characters are strong, your plot doesn't need to do as much. If you're if you're finding that your show's plot needs to be absolutely perfect for it to be enjoyed, you fucked up somewhere with your characters. Because yes. if your characters are strong enough, you can forgive small mistakes with the plot. I think the most compelling thing about the show, like for me, is the fact that they've been able to do this without that overarching thing like we did the sakar stuff with with bruce all right we left that in the background the abomination stuff he came in he's now in the background they've been able to do all of that stuff so far and now you can kind of like weaving in piece by piece and now they're doing that but yeah to jake's point as far as the character development of jen they've they haven't like really like force fed you that but they've shown it in a way where it's digestible and you understand it and you kind of feel it in a lot of different ways. So like, as far as this plot line goes, I am, I am admittedly intrigued because since we haven't seen daredevil yet, he's probably going to play into this aspect of things a little bit too. So if you throw him in the mix, then it gets even more interesting. So I'm just excited to see how like that part of it plays out now that, We've been given we've given Jen enough time to kind of like develop and we kind of know who she is to this point and we'll see how her story concludes. But it's a nice combination of stuff. So I'm very, very I'm very intrigued and just very generally uh, stoked about what these last three episodes are going to bring. Just generally having fun throughout and the of course, me being the the marvel of it all in terms of like thinking about the Easter eggs and stuff. This is kind of up my alley, so I'm just very excited to see where that goes. So that'll be interesting. Um, any final thoughts? Um, I do have a couple of news items after this that we can get to before we go. But any final thoughts on uh, what we thought of the, uh, this episode and where this is going, just as a season? Besides the this overarching plot theme, uh, Jake, I'll start with you. I think I do just want to mention because I feel like you know people will be mad at us for not mentioning it. Uh, I think I liked, at least I saw it, and I saw the people tweeting about it in reviews and stuff. I liked that the moment where we learn that Mallory is married and has kids, the way that Ginger Gazaga plays it is not quite like, a, not like as cheesy as like, oh my god, you're not single. But like, you could see that there was a part of her 
that wanted something to happen between them. And I like that that's played that way because it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like it is a huge like moment of like, cause they kind of imply, they mentioned early, pretty early on that, uh, um, Nikki is at the very least uh, queer in some way when she says yeah. her life is just dull or something like that. And I like that they don't have to play it up. Like they don't have to have a sad shot of her face. Oh, and make it a big like, deal. Oh, like, yeah, like this is Mallory is a hot, successful woman. And, uh, you know, clearly Nikki is in turn in some way. And I like that they play like that. that. That just felt better than the way that so many shows do you know, when they try to bring in a plotline like that, that it didn't have to be a spoken thing because it's like, this is a character that's queer and this is an attractive woman and she clearly is disappointed that she's not single, but also she's not going to, you know, throw his even. Nikki's been the glue of the show. Um, I have found everything mm-hmm. that she's done. We got the stuff with Pug last episode. Mm-hmm. Basically, everybody who she's mixed with has been, it's been a lot of fun. So yeah. shout out yeah. to Ginger she's Gonzaga. Ginger she's Gen- killing it. Yeah, ne- I never heard of her before, but she has like charisma... You know, coming out of her pores, so yeah. she's great. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, Mari. Any any uh, final thoughts on the app? Um, I think that I think that as much as I wanted the Just Jen episode, this this wasn't a true, you know, representation of kind of what we talked about the last time. Like, I really want to see yeah. the Jen. I think that it could come from this, where she has like a complete, just like strip it all down, and I mean not in that way, but if they do, hey, I'm here for it. That was here for that <laughs> but. But like, but like, but like, truly strip it all down, and it's no she hawk in this episode at all. Like, there's no, you know, there's a need for she hawk, but Jen is just like, no, this is truly, you know. And I think if that if that's going to happen, it's going to happen in one of these next two. The last episode, I think, will be again. If I'm, I mean, that that is a pretty common move with superhero yeah. stuff, and I don't mean that yeah. in a bad way. I think it's always an interesting thing right. to do. I think that is a, mal- a movie that's maligned by one of us on this pod. That is, I think, the strongest element of Iron Man Three. Um, <laughs> is that it? <laughs> but I think anytime you can take a character and strip away the powers because you prove that the thing that makes them a superhero is not their powers; it's the personality. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope that they do that. If not now, then maybe in a season two. But I think yeah. that will be a fun way of. Because she still really hasn't reconciled. Yeah, yeah, the two for sure. Yeah, and I, and I, and I right. love Jen, man. Like that's the, I, I think that's the thing about uh, She Hulk mm-hmm. is like Jen is not an afterthought. Jen is like leaving no. me wanting more, like every yes. single time. So She Hulk, mm-hmm. it, it's a, I think it's a perfect balance of mm-hmm. who she is and who everybody else wants her to be. So I'm just waiting to see more of this because I know She Hulk is gonna, yeah. you know, come out. Like, even Marty, the I don't know about. I don't- I don't know if you would have stumbled on it yourself, but if, you know, you were walking through the living room and your wife was watching the show where it's Jen Walters and Nikki at like a high powered law firm be, trying to date in their 30s, having fun. I, I'd watch that. I'm about you. That's just a fun show. Yeah, no, 1,000%. Hey, what's this? Oh, I bet. Let me put this in the notepad. Boop, boop. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Copy. Let me go catch up with that on my own. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we're, <laughs> well, listen, I think, the, you know, we're rooting for Jen. Uh, I feel yeah, like. Hell yeah. She's a, she's an easy person to root for, and I want to see where her character goes, not just here, but you know overall. But I'm I'm perfectly content with what we've got so far in She Hulk. So looking forward yeah. to the next episode as um, we hit the hit the home stretch. But go ahead, Mari. AC, I do want to say this that I watched Thor, yes. uh, Love and Thunder. Oh, talk um, to me last night, and who man? I, I listen. I talked to Bethany about this earlier. Shout out to B. And man, that movie got it out of me, man. I won't lie. I will not lie to you, man. It got it out of me. I was wiping a couple of these away, like, oh shit. Like, I didn't expect that going into it. I talked to we uh 
Jake and I talked about this before we started recording. Like, yeah. I thought this was gonna be like some Thor meets Grease type of shit from the result. You know, like the reviews I was getting from people. Like, they just chalked nah. this up like it was just the oh nah they did this shit was great, man. Like that movie was great though. Like, all right, so I want to say this because it has been interesting to watch because we've talked about Thor: Love and Thunder obviously on this show mm-hmm. on Discord, kind of all over. And it was very weird to me, like, like I get technical aspects of why movies may not like always work to your your to a person's specific, uh, you know, likes and and dislikes yeah. and stuff like that. I think people who call this movie bad are just not like it's it's nuts to call this movie a bad movie. It, like it's not yes. it's not terrible. Like. I, it's yes. not terrible. I don't even think it's bad. Like, yes. shout out to Michael Smith, but I was just, I remember when he was on <laughs> with us, he said it was the worst MCU movie. And I'm That's I just, crazy. I just said, you know what? Shout let out me to Michael Smith, it. man. Shout out to Michael Smith. I, I, I love Michael Smith, but uh, man. Yeah. yeah, Thursday I mean, Night Football. Christian, exactly. ba- listen, yeah, yeah. Christian Bale. Yeah, you, you. I mean, the thing is, I disagree with Michael Smith, but we're recording a podcast for no money right now, and he is uh, on Thursday Night Football as we're doing it. So I really care. <laughs> maybe maybe we should all think that Thor: Love and Thunder sucked, and maybe we'll have better career prospects. No, but you know that's the thing. It wasn't just him. Like I think no. people, a lot a lot of people just felt very turned off by the yeah. movie. And I actually finally got to see it a second time. I hadn't seen it a second time. Just haven't had a chance. Summer got yeah. busy after I saw it initially. But I saw it and I was like, why was everybody bugging, bugging out? Like, I, 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 I think really it really kind of really weird. I think it depends on um, people's uh-huh. opinion of Thor and like where they have Thor personally. Because if you look at this movie and it's like, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. That's not really it for me. Yeah. Fit. Even when he was talking to them and like, yo, I, I'll give you this ship. And he was like, you're going to give me my ship. He said, yep. It's a gift for me to you. Go ahead. You know, do your thing. And it was just a lot of like subtle, funny shit that happened. But like just the love aspect and even in the end, like that shit was, I don't know if it's just having kids and, you know, me just getting old. Like, I don't know. I think that, no, I think it plays a part. But man, there's certain it shit in that movie that just kind of resonated. And then like just the love. And then let me just say this too. Zeus was a hoe. Like Zeus was, Yo, he started doing. Isn't all he he's amazing? Been most- he's been in his he's been in his whole phase for like two millennia, bro. <laughs> Yo, nah, Zeus tell me, tell me, Mari, when when you when your man skipped down the stairs, what will you think about Yo, that? That skip listen. down the stairs was epic. The skip, yeah, yes, the skip down the stairs. Only Ray for Austin probably could have, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like even <laughs> tried to do some shit like that, maybe. You know what I mean? But that, mm-hmm. but but again, like my my overall view on the movie. After seeing it, and this is proof that it doesn't matter what people say about the shit yeah. before you see it. Yeah, I still have my own opinion of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I saw exactly. these reviews for a long time, mm-hmm. and I watched it with that in my mind, and I was just waiting for the movie to get bad. I spent the whole movie yeah. waiting for it to get bad. Even the ending, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, maybe it ends in a trash way," yeah. and that's why people. Mm-hmm. But no, they gave me exactly what I wanted—the right amount of nah. He about yeah. to do this, and like, oh it's, shit, okay, cool. Yeah. It's funny, now that it's on Disney Plus, we're getting another wave of people reacting to it. Yeah. And almost all the reviews I see now are like, that wasn't a masterpiece, but man, people said that movie was bad and it wasn't. Yeah, like that's so mostly weird. what I'm saying now. It was so weird. Was I, I think the problem yeah. I think the thing ultimately was yeah. I think what happened was 
the first Wii reviews were from professional reviewers, which were mixed on it. They weren't like super, most of the professional reviewers were not like, this is terrible. It was like, mm-hmm, I don't right. really like it that much. Because I think that ultimately, I think that there, it is, it does fail in some aspects, but I think that it does undercut a lot of its emotional themes with jokes in a way that yeah. I, th- I understand why that turns some people off. I, that is, I think, the most legitimate criticism you can make in the movie. That is fair. Is that it undercuts yeah. its themes with jokes a lot. Yeah. But I think that they were mildly negative reviews. And I think people who are mad at the MCU for this, that, or the other t- kind of took that as like a permission to be like, this movie's garbage. And so that really took it. The fan reaction was, this is garbage. And then that like amplified it. And then by when people who are not fanboys or critics saw it, they're like, I don't know, I just had a lot of fun. Because like, I think about the fact that like I talk about a lot. My dad has watched everything in the MCU. He is the perfect age for all these things. Because like, a lot of times I'll tell him like this movie is really well regarded. This movie isn't, and he'll be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Well, he won't say that, but like, he'll be like, "What are you talking about?" Like, we're like, well, we, we actually just watched Shield episode five last night because he's catching up, and he didn't barely even notice the Daredevil helmet. He wasn't like, "Is Daredevil gonna be here next week?" And guess what? That's that's closer to what the average viewer is thinking than what the people on the internet are thinking. I know that it's annoying to be told that your opinion is not what people actually care about, but like most people just want to be entertained. Everyone, you yeah, know, it's true. just what it is. What it is. It's true. It's true. I mean, like, it's funny that you mentioned that, Jake, about the Daredevil helmet, because now nah, I saw somebody this morning say that, like, you know, it's really tough to sit through this. And I'm like, yo, really? really? Yes. All right. All right. Wow. All right. It's like, you know, this isn't homework. If if you're only watching this show because you want to see a little smidgen of Daredevil, just do something else. Like, you don't Yo, God to- bless. God bless. I'm watching like, the show because I God like the show. <laughs> right. Right, I think, and and that's why, like, again, I thought the beginning of the episode was just perfect. Mm-hmm. Ah, chef's yeah. kiss and stuff yeah. like that. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens with She Hulk going next week. But quickly before we go, um, so th- heard in the pipeline that so one of the things that has been coming out as far as the MCU goes, and we know that Daredevil: Born Again is going to start shooting next year at, at a whole eighteen episode joint, and originally. Jessica Jones was supposed to make a, a make an appearance and be a part of that. Kristen Ritter is coming back, but there's going to be a delay based off of some of the stuff that she's doing. Kristen Ritter has some projects that are kind of like conflicting with her schedule time-wise. So apparently, instead of her playing a major role in Daredevil Born Again, they decided, it seems like, according to the, the interwebs and some good sources... That one John Bernthal as the Punisher is back. Mr. Bernthal acting his ass off and anything that he's ever in. Uh, the Frank Castle will be apparently well, he making just his smoked return. Smoked his role in the Bear, like he was. Oh my God! What? what? He destroyed that. Like, oh my God, man. Yeah, he's add him to my list too. This in my list of you know if he's in it, I'll watch mm-hmm. it. Is Boyd Holbrook? Um. And what's your shout out man? to him? Shout out to Jake Jilly. Jake Gyllenhaal is top of the, he's number mm-hmm. one for me. If Jake Jilly is in it, I'm watching it. I don't care what it's about. I'm watching it. Yes, yes. And I will say this about Bernthal. His performance in We Own This City is must watch. You gotta watch man. it. It's it's he one of the most he made me hate him, and, and and that's the mark of a good character. That's the mark of a great fucking job. Like you Every time he came on the screen, I was like, this motherfucker. And it was Wayne like, Jenkins. My yeah, goodness man. gracious. If you get a chance, like if you really want to see somebody like acting, acting, this dude, whoa, he was doing some shit in that in that show. And then you yeah. mentioned the bear. Like, 
It's just like a five minute like monologue him going on. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. So excited to see him back. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens with um, you know, as we as we see Daredevil popping up in all of these places. Mm-hmm. We're we're excited to see his show. So that was just a nice little trinket of news that we got yep. for the time being. And um, mm-hmm. listen, we are a couple of weeks from a couple of weeks from the Werewolf special, Werewolf by Night. Uh, will be coming out. It's very ex- very excited to see that and see what they have cooked up there. Mm-hmm. And we'll be continuing She-Hulk, so it should be a lot of fun. Mari, thank you for joining us uh, once again. Yeah. Um, I'm around, man. This is mm-hmm. a... The, 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 I, I'm starting to think that this might be a little bit of a running theme for listen, a little man, bit. Uh, listen, I am around, bro. I'm letting you know right now I'm around. I'm here. You know what I mean? You need me? It, it's a text message away, bro. I'm, I'm here. If it... And if that's the case, if you're here, then you're, you'll be here next week. <laughs> Mari, tell yes. me where we can find your work. Where can we follow you? All the good stuff. Thank you, oh, sir. Man. Um, thank you. Thank thank both of you guys. Uh, thank the whole, you know, the whole gang, man. Um, but you know, on Twitter at Mariano Two Ns Two Os. Um, on Instagram at Mariano Business. And by the time you guys get this episode, I will be. What is this? Was Friday when this, when, this, when this drops? Yeah, it's posting tomorrow morning. Posting posting Friday. So happy Friday. Enjoy your weekend uh, responsibly. Mm-hmm. If you're going to drink, drink responsibly. Mm-hmm. Please, please do for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, But Saturday, um, you know, premiering, debuting a new show. Shout out to Bethany. She's producing it and all that. Um, It's called hey. All for the Love. Episode one is going to be out Saturday morning, man, early. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's what I'm on right now, you know? So, you know, tap mm-hmm. in, man. Uh, we'll be on it for sure. Mari, appreciate you as My always. Man, you already know. J- yes, sir. Jay Christie, where can we follow you, sir? Follow me on Twitter at the Jay Christie, uh, you know, and you have all this follows for the show, but that's all I got. <laughs> all right, cool. That sounds great. You can follow me at Anthony Canton underscore three on Twitter. Um, follow the show at MC University Pod. We will be doing the sub- subscriber mailbag uh, very soon. So, that should be fun for everybody who's a patron. Uh, they have been mm-hmm. submitting questions to Jake's mama. and uh, yep. I'm doing that recording that tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be asking I asking patrons to give me questions to ask my mother. Now, if you're like, Jake, why would you do that? That's supposed to embarrass you. It's like, yeah, that's the point. That's content. That's what content is. I'm fine doing that. Oh, and, the, and, and that should be a fun time. So listen, patreon.com slash mcuniversitypod. Continue to five-star, five-star, five-star review the show on both Apple and Spotify mm-hmm. and wherever you get your podcasts. And listen, thank and you all for continuing the run. Yes, go ahead. Quickly. One, you can buy the merch with our new logo on it. It sounds like hotcakes. Uh, it looks dope, honestly. And yeah, two, if you want it sincerely, if you would buy Washed Agenda merchandise, please tweet us and let us know. Um, yeah. Because we would want to commission – uh, the logo again, the same way we did our main logo, and so we actually we yes. want to make sure that people would actually be interested in doing it. Um, and so yeah, please let us know. And if you, because uh, we would love to do it, because it would be so fun. Um, I don't consider myself washed, but I would definitely wear it. And I know AC would, you know, get a he get every he get one proudly. Oh my he, he goodness, he get he get baby oh, clothes. He, he he put Josiah in a washed jacket. Oh, he, shirt. He, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna, yeah. he he gonna wear it. He will wear yeah, it. Absolutely, big, kids are lazy, pack. bro. Kids, kids are lazy. Kids are fake washed. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. they're, they're fake washed because they just choose not to do shit so yes yes so as always been a pleasure rocking with y'all so for mariano Bivens and jake christie i'm anthony canton the third this has been marvel cinematic university and we will talk to you next time <laughs>